As was mentioned earlier during this Advent series, as we simply pray, lead us to Jesus. We're going to be listening each week to one of the four gospel writers as they lead us to Jesus. And this morning we're reading from the Gospel of Mark. The Gospel of Mark is what most scholars think was the first of the Gospels to be written, and it also is the shortest. And Mark, uh, the pace of Mark's Gospel is just fast, 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 fast. And yet one of the consequences of that pace is to slow us down. Mark dives right in. The first verse, the first chapter. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. Beloved people of God, grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Lead us to Jesus. Our simple prayer for these weeks leading up to Christmas. And really our plan is quite simple and that is just to let each week one of the Gospels lead us to Jesus. And this morning, in the first chapter of Mark, we hear John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him, out to the wilderness. I love the wilderness. I love to go out into the wilderness. In fact, I took off a week of vacation, Thanksgiving and the weekend before and after and went out. Pastor Raya, thank you again for holding down the fort. People were teasing me, how come you're going on vacation when Pastor Kevin's on parental leave? And my response was that my son and I have been planning this trip to go deer hunting together long before they got pregnant. (laughs) I'm just saying. Just saying. So this is a picture of uh, Thanksgiving week, the day before Thanksgiving. And my son and my dad and my brother and I, we were up in the wilderness around Deerfield Lake. Beautiful, just absolutely beautiful. 
I love this time of year to be out in the wilderness to just slow down. This is Wednesday evening before Thanksgiving. Up on a ridge, watching the moon rise. I didn't see any deer near Deerfield Lake that evening. <laughs> but the moonrise was just absolutely captivating and it was so nice to be in the wilderness to slow down. And then Thanksgiving morning, my, my nephew, who's 16 and about 6'6", six, six, he took me up by Robey Lake. And this is just after sunrise as he's leaving me. He's leaving me because he guided me to, to shoot a nice little Black Hills deer buck. And now he's going to try to get one for himself. And the sun's rising and Isaac is heading off into the wilderness, slowing down. It's such a gift to be in the wilderness. And yet, Mark, when Mark is leading us to Jesus... And speaking about John the baptizer in the wilderness, it's not quite like my experience. In fact, when John the Baptist leads us to Jesus, he doesn't even start talking about the birth of a baby. Mark dives right in. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Verse 1. And then, then Mark turns... As it was written in the prophet Isaiah, see, I'm sending a messenger ahead of you to prepare the way. Voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. pulls out binoculars. When I'm in the wilderness, I often have my binoculars right here. So I can look off into the distance and see what's in the distance more clearly. And Mark, he picks up some binoculars, as it were, and he turns not only to the prophet Isaiah, but also to the prophet Malachi. Remember, the Bible is a, a library, a collection of books. And so John the Baptist, he or Mark, he reaches back to the prophet Malachi and he quotes, See, I'm sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare the way. 
And then he turns to the prophet Isaiah, who says, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. And who is this messenger who's preparing the way, who is leading us to Jesus? It's John the Baptist. And John is preparing by proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin. And that proclamation, that invitation to repentance was so powerful. So powerful that that all the people were going out to him. People from the city of Jerusalem, people from the countryside, from Judea, they're going out to him. And in the wilderness river, preparing. Slow down. Slow down. John the Baptist doesn't invite people to to look through binoculars by looking back to the prophets like Mark frames John. But rather, John the Baptist invites people to slow down and look into the mirror. To look into the mirror. For that's what it is to speak about repentance and forgiveness. It's to slow down and to look into the mirror. Martin Luther in his large catechism, teaching about baptism and repentance and forgiveness, writes this in in his large catechism. He says, Thus a Christian life is nothing else than a daily baptism, begun once and continuing ever after. He goes on to say, We won't always keep at it without ceasing, always purging whatever pertains to the old Adam, so that whatever belongs to the new creature may come forth. And then he talks about as we enter into Christ's kingdom, and that doesn't mean when we die and go to heaven, but when Christ's reign takes hold in our lives, the longer we live, the more gentle, patient, and meek we become. And the more we break away from greed, Hatred, envy, and pride. The Christian life is nothing other than a daily baptism. Begun once and continuing ever after. So this morning as we hear the story of John the Baptist in the wilderness, we hear his invitation to slow down to look into the mirror, to look into the mirror, and to practice that daily return to baptism, that daily repentance. Many, many Sundays, we begin worship with that practice of repentance. And yet sometimes we do it so habitually that we just kind of hydroplane over it. And so this morning, I invite you to join me in this practice. 
with a little bit more intentionality. Let us prepare the way of the Lord by confessing our sin against God and neighbor. God of all time, we confess that we have not prepared for your merciful reign among us. We ignore our neighbors in need and fail in the labors of justice and peace. In your mercy, forgive us. Grant us wisdom to welcome your light and to seek the things that will endure until Christ comes again in glory. Comfort, oh comfort my people, says your God. In Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven and all things are made new. Rejoice in this good news. Amen. Some of you have been wondering, why does my bulletin have a post-it note on it? Is this to make my grocery list? You'll notice what color is the post-it note. It's blue. What color are the special decorations in the church during Advent? They're blue. So each week during Advent, we're going to have a post-it note. And we're going to invite you to use that post-it note as a simple little practice of that prayer, lead us to Jesus. And each week it's going to be a little different. We'll have a suggestion or you can use it in your own way. But as I've been thinking about the scripture this week and the invitation of John the Baptist, I've been thinking about uh, the blue and the water, the color of water. And so I've taken the post-it note and I've put it on the, on the mirror in my bathroom. It's just a blank blue post-it note on the mirror in my bathroom. So that as I wash my face and brush my teeth, as I get ready in the morning or wrap up the day, as I wash my hands, I can remember that practice of repentance and forgiveness. And that blue post-it note, without saying a word, can just remind me to slow down, to slow down and hear again that promise. In Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven and all things are made new. I love to slow down in the wilderness. This was last Sunday morning, about the time that you were gathering for worship and I was down by Stratford and this deer walked right by the stand. I love to be in the wilderness. But you know what? Even though I experience all kinds of wonderful things about God in creation, I have yet to hear a deer proclaim to me the good news of forgiveness. I don't hear that from the pheasants or the fish. That's why it's vital for me to gather with you to hear that promise 
to hear that grace. That's why it's so important for us to take the time not only to slow down out in creation, but also to gather together so that together with God's people, we can experience that grace, that forgiveness, that good news. Thanks be to God for this opportunity to slow down and together pray. Lead us to Jesus. Amen.